This is an extra episode of The Real Me and Colon, a movie podcast. On this extra episode, Chase will take a look at the 92nd Academy Award nominations, go over the nominees and go over who will win and who should win. What will he pick? What's going to happen? Find out here. This episode starts right now. What is going on, everybody, and welcome to an extra episode of The Real Me and Colin, a movie podcast. I am your host, Chase Lee, and if this is your first time tuning into this podcast, thank you for choosing this episode, and hopefully you enjoy my commentary on this particular situation and the subject of the video. Um, Yes, I am typically joined by a co-host, not really Joel per se, because Joel doesn't really matter to me anymore. We're not friends. We're not lovers anymore. It's just the way it goes. Uh, No, uh, usually I have another person that um, does this with me, but he has decided to opt out this year um, because he feels like he hasn't seen enough movies, and I was like, that's totally fine. That's understandable, and so I'm doing this by myself. So the Academy Award nominations just dropped literally you know, all finished all about, you know, 15, 20 minutes ago. And I'm going to go through all of them and give you uh, the nominees. And I will go over who will win and who should win. I will also go over um, some, you know, likely uh, movies that should have gotten in there and everything. I don't really like to use the word snub uh, that much. So I was trying to word that differently. But um, yeah, so let's not waste any time. And I'm going to start from the bottom and go my way up. I'm going to look on IMDb if you want to follow. So here we go. <clears throat> so it's not foreign language feature film anymore. Uh, it is best international feature film. They decided to change that. That was one of the changes. Um, so the nominees are Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Miserables, Pain and Glory, and Parasite. This What will win is Parasite. What should win is Parasite. Uh, I have not seen any others, but um, the Parasite train it cannot be stopped. Um, I do have Les Miserables. I will get... Um, around to seeing that maybe um and i need to see pain and glory because i've heard nothing but great things and i should probably see it because of another category but we'll get to that um live action short skip short film skip i guys i i just i i feel bad skipping them but i have no knowledge of the those films until i actually see them and i want to try to make it my um my duty this year to actually see it so i can prepare for the show um like a um a true fan and not someone that's fake i'm a fake fan so let's move on to Best Animated Feature. We have How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Excuse me. Uh, I Lost My Body. Claws. Missing Link. And Toy Story 4. The one thing that is super surprising about this one is Missing Link in the best way possible. I love this pick. It's um, such a gem of a movie. Is it going to win? I don't know. It might. Um, but I think it's going to be between Toy Story 4 and How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. So what I think will win... Um, I actually think they might give it to How to Train Your Dragon in the Hidden World. That's like my slightly above Toy Story 4, but what should win is Missing Link. Um, I absolutely adore that film. Um, I'm just glad I got a nomination so Leica can stay in business. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think it'll be either between the finale of How to Train Your Dragon or supposed finale of Toy Story. So that is where I stand on that. But I need to see I Lost My Body in Claws because that those two films are on Netflix and I've heard nothing but great things, so got to check them out. Okay, documentary short. Uh, okay, um, documentary feature. Um, this one is, uh, is a great one uh, from all the picks, uh, even though I haven't seen most of them. American Factory, Forsama, Honeyland, 
the cave and the edge of democracy. I think Fursama is going to probably win this because, once again, have heard nothing but great things. Um, two of you know the critics I follow, uh, you know Joel, you guys know as the co-host of this podcast, he loves Fursama, and then our friend Mark, he also loved Fursama. If you guys listen to our top ten episode of the year, uh, they highly praised that one. So. Yeah, uh, I think Fursama's going to probably take this. The only one I've seen is American Factory, and that is also a contender, which would be great um, because if Netflix is going to rake up all these big categories and they also rake up, like, you know, uh, a best documentary feature, that's just another, you know, jewel in their crown, uh, so to speak. But yeah, American Factory is awesome. Uh, You know, got to make some time to check out the rest of them, but I think Fursama's going to probably get this. Okay, uh, best visual effects. We have 1917, we have Avengers Endgame, we have Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, The Irishman, and The Lion King. Okay, The Lion King just needs to get out of there. I don't know who bribed who, that needs to go. Uh, and it's also scary that Disney has um, three movies in this category. <laughs> um, I, I, To be honest with you, Avengers Endgame is probably my pick out of these five. I wish Ad Astra would have gotten in there. That was my only... Um, hope that that movie would have for this award season. I knew it wasn't going to get anything else, but, um, cause I, I love it so much, but I had to be realistic. I was like, well, maybe visual effects because the visual effects were pretty, uh, outstanding and Noah got shut out. So I would swap the Lion King easy for, um, at Astra. But if I had to pick out of these five, honestly, I would probably go Avengers Endgame, And, um, I'm cool with that <laughs> to be quite frank with you. So yeah, I have nothing really else to add on that. Okay. So this these are interesting. So um best achievement in sound editing uh 1917 Ford v Ferrari, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars Episode 9 The Rise of Skywalker. It's probably either going to be be between 1917 and Ford v Ferrari. Um and it's actually going to be between those two for both of the sound categories, but that would be my pick. Um actually for will and should so i actually think that 1917 or 4v ferrari should win it and one of those two probably will win it um most likely 1917 um the academy really loves war films uh in this category um so there's that um i don't really have any like movies or anything i can think of that deserve to be in there i'm trying to think I don't know, maybe Rocket Man or something, um, but that's about it. Um, but these are these are solid picks. Uh, sound mixing. Uh, there is one movie swapped out for uh, Star Wars, but the rest of them are the same. We have 1917, Ad Astra, the only <laughs> um, nomination it got. Uh, Ford v Ferrari, Joker, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, once again, going to be between 1917 or Ford v Ferrari. And you know what? Ad Astra has a dark horse shot. Um, so, I, I mean, obviously it's in there for a reason. But I think if I had to go one, uh, place them in one, two, three, I think Ad Astra would be third. Uh, that's the one I probably would want to win just because I wanted to win something. But if I'm actually thinking about the sound mixing, I'm actually, actually, or I don't know why I would just repeat myself, but I'm actually okay with Ad Astra given the sequences that were constructed uh, out in space. Um, if you actually think about the, the visual and the audio, um, in that movie, the, uh, sound mixing is actually astonishing to kind of 
here because you have to kind of nail down the atmosphere of uh, what he's doing in space and just what's happening and stuff. So it it could it could win it, but it'll probably be between 1917 and Ford v Ferrari. Okay, um, okay, original song. We have uh, "I'm Standing with You" from Breakthrough. We have "Into the Unknown," Frozen Two. We have "Stand Up," Harriet. We have "I'm Gonna Love Me Again," Rocket Man, and we have "I Can I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away," Toy Story Four. It's probably going to be "Into the Unknown," Frozen Two. Um, maybe even "Stand Up" from Harriet, or even Rocket Man. Um, but yeah, I guess Rocket Man just because uh, you know it's it's gotten a lot of love and stuff with this particular song. My personal pick, I, I don't really have any skin in this game. Um, probably Rocket Man just because I love that movie and I want this to get something. But it'll probably be Frozen Two, and I think Harriet might have the um, third place slot in terms of you know how they how, how they're going to rank these things. So yeah, I, like I said, I got no skin in this game. Um, so there's that. <laughs> Okay, uh, original score. We have 1917, we have Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, and Star Wars no- Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Star Wars can leave. Um, I would have put in, uh, A Hidden Life in there. I love that score. Uh, just recently caught that movie. Um, I didn't review it for you guys, but uh, A Hidden Life definitely has um, one of the more standout scores of the year. And then the other four, I'm cool with. Uh, I, I have really no... Um, issues with them um you know it it is what it is but i think who this is tough i think it's gonna be between 1917 and joker um you know joker score is uh it's very interesting and it does stand out from the movie even if people hate it they can still be like oh wow that was a interesting uh take in the score department so i think joe actually now that i think about it, i think joker actually has a leg up uh, over everything else in this category, but I think it's going to be between that and 1917. If you're asking me personally, um, I'd probably go with either Little Women or Marriage Story. Probably one of the uh, underdogs, um, especially Marriage Story, um, is intense and is emotionally kind of uh, uh, painful that movie is. The score is actually kind of light and hopeful, and it does have a nice contrast to it, and it sticks out. Um, you know, against the movie, whether it be for good or worse, uh, I, you know, it's in there for a reason. People, people remember it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it could go either way between Joker and 1917, but those are probably what's going to win. Okay. Um, makeup and hairstyling. We have 1917. We have Bombshell. We have Joker. We have Judy and Maleficent Mistress of Evil because there you go. Um, I didn't see that one, so we can put that one to the side. Um, because this is a two horse race between um bombshell and Ooh, it could be Joker. I mean, it could be Judy as well, but uh, Yeah. I don't know, or it could be nineteen seventeen, but I think Bombshell's gonna take this one. Now, I think Bombshell will take it. What should win, um, Probably Bombshell, just because the, the transformation uh, of Charlize Theron, uh, Megan Kelly, that's stuff that if you want to be a makeup artist uh, in this industry, that's, that's like the type of movie that you want to examine. Um, that's how good it is. So I think it, uh, I think it will win. I think it should win is Bombshell. 
costume design, we have Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and The Irishman. Uh, I, I'm i cool with all these picks, except for Joker. Um, I mean, Joker's costume is cool, um, but that's about it. At least with all the rest of these movies, like, everyone has um, really great costuming. Um, I kind of wish... Uh, Ruth E. Carter would have gotten in there for Dolomite Is My Name. Uh, that movie definitely, um, for the time period it was set in, had some really amazing um, costuming and production design, but it, it got shut out. So, out of all the ones that we have, I think Little Women will probably get this um, because I don't see it winning in any of the acting categories when we get when we get to those categories. And so, I think Greta might get... Screenplay, but once again, we'll, to the, we'll get to those categories. But I think it might also win costume. Um, if not, probably Once Upon a Time or Irishman. Uh, or maybe even Jojo Rabbit. Um, it, it, I honestly can't pinpoint where they're going to go with. If you're asking me personally, I would go with Little Women. But it might be between... No, I'll change my, I'll change my tune. It's going to be between Once Upon a Time and Jojo. Uh, if I had to pinpoint, um, and maybe even little women, I think those are the three, um, that they're going to kind of gun for, but I think once upon a time and Jojo are, are probably in the lead, little women's probably third, but that's my personal pick production design. Oh boy. I, I love, uh, the last one I'm going to mention 1917 Jojo rabbit once upon a time in Hollywood, the Irishman and parasite that to me is uh, one of those ones that came out of left field and absolutely love because Parasite, they built that house from scratch. <laughs> and that is some very acute to detail um, production design going on over there. And so that is a wonderful pick. It's my personal pick. Um, but I think what's going to win is probably um, either Once Upon a Time or Irishman. Um, maybe even 1917, but... I don't know. They might really go for the whole, like, Quentin Tarantino, like, transformed, like, 20 blocks of L.A. to look like, you know, um, the time period it was in. That was 60s, right? Um, it's early, guys. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, they actually might go for that. So, I'm going to say that what's going to win is probably going to be Once Upon a Time. But if I had to pick, uh, I'd go with Parasite. Just because the... Just every not it's not only the rich person's house, but like when uh, the slums that we start the movie in, and even some of the other locations. It's just it's incredible what they did on that film. So uh, that's where I see it going. Is Once Upon a Time. Uh, film editing. This is really fascinating. So we have Ford v Ferrari. That was expected. I, I knew that was going to get in there. Joker. Eh, we could we could take that one out. <laughs> um, Parasite. Great pick. Um, the Irishman. Uh, Thelma Schoonmaker, um, goddess, and then of course uh, Jojo Rabbit. So typically, films that win film editing, um, they have a really good shot at best picture. So, man, I'm telling you, if Parasite wins this, I'm gonna get giddy throughout the entire night. And if it wins best picture, I'm gonna lose uh, my marbles, uh, so to speak. But realistically, I think what's gonna win probably The Irishman. And um, I'm cool with that. Uh, Thelma is a iconic uh, editor in this business. She is one of the best of all time. It would make sense to me. 
I think uh, giving it to something like a Ford v Ferrari would be an interesting pick or even Parasite. So to be quite frank with you, I think the Irishman is probably going to win it, which I'm cool with. But you know what? Ford v Ferrari and Parasite might have the dark horse edge. Like both of them are a tie right now. So I don't know, man. If you're asking me, I'd go with Parasite. It's a personal favorite, but I think they're going to go with the Irishman. And the Ford v Ferrari, we'll see. But oh, that's a... Parasite for editing. That's awesome. Okay, cinematography. Uh, the Lighthouse. Only nomination I got. Spoiler alert. Um, but that, uh, I knew I was hoping to at least get that. We have Joker. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Irishman. In 1917. This is probably going to go to Roger Deakins for 1917. I'm cool with that. Um, it, I would personally pick The Lighthouse as my favorite uh, out of these five. Um yeah, I have really nothing else to add. I love Roger Deakins. And I love 1917. I I love that movie more than most people. But um, he got his Oscar a couple years ago. I, I think it would be cool if we gave it to, um, you know, a movie that is literally not nominated for anything else and just give it that. That would be uh, outstanding. But The Lighthouse is my personal pick, and I think it 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 is 1917's uh, Oscar to lose for this. So Deakins might be walking away for, with uh, two in a row. But uh, – Joker, I would have taken out. It would have been cool if, like, um, Last Black Man in San Francisco, if that something like that was in there, at Astro. It's just, I don't know. There was a there was a few more. You know, there's better movies out there. For uh, okay. Moving on to adapted screenplay. We have The Two Popes. We have Little Women. We have The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, and Joker. Um, These were all kind of expected. Um... My my pick, I go with Greta for Little Women. Um, I think taking that book that's been redone and excuse me and adapted like a million times, I think she did the best she could with could with it and elevated it. Um, and that's kind of hard to do when you uh, are following like a hundred other adaptations of it. But that's my pick uh, for sure. What I think will win, though, ooh, this is tough. They might give it to Steve Zalian for the Irishman, um, or I can see, or I can see Taika getting it for JoJo. So I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say it's a tie between uh, Zalian and uh, Watiti. Um, if I had to give the edge to someone, I think Taika might get it uh, for JoJo because I don't think it's gonna win any. Big, big awards, so this might be the biggest thing it wins. So Taika will probably win it, but what should win is uh, Greta Gerwig for Little Women. Uh, but who knows? Might surprise us, and she might take this. Best original screenplay. Love this. Parasite, yes. Um, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, and Knives Out. What a great F you to all the Last Jedi haters. Ryan Johnson's a terrible filmmaker. I'm sorry, have you seen any of his films besides The Last Jedi? He's made stuff like Brick and Looper, uh, Knives Out. The guy's a great filmmaker. So that is a wonderful pick um, for original screenplay. You know, when I saw the movie, I had an inkling it might, but I was like, it's the Academy. You just never know nowadays. But um, yeah, I think that... Uh, Knives Out is a great pick. I probably would have taken out 1917, to be honest with you, and I would have put in um, the Safties and Ronald Bronstein uh, for, uh, I think I think that's his name, for Uncut Gems. 
Um, I think that would have been a really great uh, nod to the movie. It, it didn't get anything, by the way. Spoiler alert. But um, I would have taken out 1917. I would have put in that, and that would have been a solid, solid uh, group. I also would have put in um, Lulu Wong for The Farewell, but it's like, where... What do you take out? So it's it's really tough, but I'd take out 1917, either put in Uncut Gems or The Farewell. But what's going to win? Ooh, that's tough because they love Quentin Tarantino. I don't know. Uh, I think Quentin's going to probably walk away with it, but I think the, the two surprise ones that it could be actually between, maybe Parasite and Marriage Story. Um... My personal pick, I'd go with Parasite or Marriage Story. It's it's a tie. Those two, those two are super strong for me. So I don't know, uh, but they love Quentin. So there's that. But the Ryan Johnson pick, good job. Okay, best achievement in directing. We have Bong Joon Ho for Parasite, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Sam Mendes for 1917, and Todd Phillips for Joker. I take out Todd Phillips. Uh, listen, I, I'm one of these people that will. Defend Joker to an extent. I like the movie. Best director. Guys, come on. Lulu Wong, uh, Farewell. The Safty Brothers, Uncut Gems. Uh, Jennifer Kent, The Nightingale. Uh, just anything. <laughs> Literally anything else. Joe Talbot for The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Um, James Gray for the Ad Astra. Just, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story. Greta Gerwig, Little Women. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't. Um, so I take out Todd Phillips and I put in literally anybody else. But for the category that we got right now with the nominees that we do have, they're probably going to give it to Sam Mendes for 1917. With Scorsese, Tarantino, and Bong Joon-ho as a three-way dark horse race. Like, this is insane. I have no idea where they're going to go with it. But people are enjoying 1917 to a point where it makes me think that he's going to do very, very well in this category. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but Sam Mendes probably has the edge over everybody else, but Scorsese is a legend. Tarantino is a legend. Bong Joon-ho is a great breath of fresh air. So it'd be great if Bong won it. That's my personal pick. And, you know, if Parasite just sweeps up this year, uh, I, I'm not going to complain. That's going to be like one of the best gifts that the show will ever give us. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my overall like kind of gauge with it. I think Mendez will get it. Bong is my personal uh, pick, but it could be between Scorsese, Tarantino, Bong, and Mendez. So I just I don't know which way the Academy is going to go. But I think with 1917's kind of swell of support, uh, Sam Mendez has the upper hand. Uh, actress in a supporting role: We have Florence Pugh in Little Women, Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell. Uh, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Margot Robbie, Bombshell, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. The Scarlett Joe, Scar Joe and Jojo Rabbit um, is a wonderful pick. I absolutely love her performance in that movie. So I'm actually cool with that kind of uh, curveball that we got. Didn't see Richard Jewell, so I can't comment on that. And Margot Robbie and Bombshell, I like the movie. I like the performances. Get her out of there. Um, I would have put in, I would have put um, Julia Fox, Uncut Gems. I would have put Zhao Shaozen, um, I hope I pronounced that correctly, for The Farewell, the lovely, sweet grandmother of uh, of cinema last year. She was absolutely fantastic. Um, 
I'm trying to think what uh looking at my uh my list of movies from last year. Um uh, Yeah, I think that's about uh, that's about it. Um might have, you know, thrown in like a a Beanie Feldstein or Caitlin Deaver, but they're they're both co-leads, so I don't know if that would really make any sense for uh Booksmart, but yeah, it is what it is. Um yeah, I just uh Margaret Robbie Bombshell get that out of there, put someone else in. But the way I think they're gonna go with it, I think Laura Dern's gonna win this. Um But who should win? I like Laura Dern a lot in Marriage Story. But man, there's just something pulling me to that Scarjo um and Jojo Rabbit nomination. And I was actually thinking about this during the live stream. They actually might give this to Scarlett Johansson because I think she's going to get shut out in lead actress, which she, you know, we'll get to that when we get to it. But I think she, since she's going to get shut out there, they might give it to her here. So I, it's going to be between Scarlett Johansson and Laura Dern, actually. At, at first, I thought it was going to be Laura Dern's award to lose. But I think I think it's a, it's a 50-50 shot for both of those. Um and I'm actually cool with uh, one of them takes it or if Florence Pugh from Little Women takes it. Um, I'm glad that she's nominated. She had a great year last year with, you know, fighting with my family, Midsommar and, and the Little Women. Like, she's killing it. So um, if one of those three gets it, I'm, I'm totally cool with it. But what's going to happen is going to go, it's a 50-50 shot right now between Dern and Johansson. But Florence Pugh is a great, great pick. Actor in a supporting role, we have Al Pacino, The Irishman. We have Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Joe Pesci, The Irishman. And Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, it's probably Brad Pitt's to lose. Um, Joe Pesci might sneak in there. He, uh, Brad Pitt's at a, a, um, a 60% shot. I'd say Joe Pesci's a 30% shot. And Tom Hanks uh, is probably the 10%. Um, but I don't know. Anthony Hopkins is in there. They love The Two Popes. Um, I, yeah, I mean, Brad Pitt or Joe Pesci will probably win it. My personal pick, I like Al Pacino the best out of this bunch. Um, I kind of wish, um, people like Jonathan Majors from the last black man in San Francisco was in there. Um, maybe some of the, the wonderful people from Parasite who, you know, I'd have to look up their names right now and I, I apologize. I just, I don't want to screw it up. Um, Sterling K. Brown from Waves. Uh, what else? Willem Dafoe for The Lighthouse. I mean, there was a bunch of uh, actors they could have picked from um, to swap out Anthony Hopkins. I think Jonathan Price gave the better performance, and we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. But it's going to be between Pitt and Pesci. Pitt's got the, uh, the over, but my personal pick is Al Pacino. So, you know, not a bad category overall. The next one is actress in a leading role. We have Charlize Theron uh, for Bombshell. We have Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. We have Renee Zellweger for Judy, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, and Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. I like this overall. Um, I have really no issues with it. It's Renee Zellweger's to win. She's going to win it. Um, my personal pick is Scarlett Johansson. She's got no shot um, because Renee's going to take this, but it'd be great if they. it was a huge upset, kind of like with, last year with Olivia Coleman in the favorite. So... Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to hold out my breath for that. Um, but Renee has got this for sure. As far as the nominations overall, 
Saoirse Ronan's a great pick. I like that. Uh, I, I you know people like Aquafina. Uh, I wish was in there for the farewell. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's probably the only one I would uh, personally put in there. But I don't know who to take out because it, it would be, um, it wouldn't be right of me to say Cynthia Arrivo because I haven't seen Harriet, but I do have it here at my house in screener form, so I need to check it out. <sighs> yeah, Scarlett Johansson's my pick. Renee's going to win it. Um, yeah, you know, strong category overall. Uh, you know, Aquafina, but other than that, I really know no one else would like swap out. Performance by an actor in a leading role. We have Adam Driver, Marriage Story. We have Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I know people are going to hate uh, me just repeating the um, uh, narrative that's going on right now, but Joaquin Phoenix will probably win this. I wish he would have won for something like The Master. <laughs> uh, seven, what was it, eight years ago? But... You know, if this is what it takes to get him an Oscar for people to seek out his other films, then I guess I'll take that as a win. Um, it's not the best performances of his career at all, and he's not even the best one in this bunch. Um, Adam Driver is my pick, um, 100%. I haven't seen Pain and Glory, so I can't really comment on that. Uh, Jonathan Price and the Two Popes is very good, but I'd probably swap it out for maybe like a Brad Pitt uh, for Ad Astra, um, Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems, he definitely got shut out. So, yeah, it's just it's very strange to me that no love for Uncut Gems, even though it's uh, doing very well at the box office. It's got great critical reviews. Most people are enjoying it. I just I don't understand why it's not um, anywhere in here. But Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time, I like the movie. I have. You know, I got to rewatch it, but I just, I don't know, man. It just didn't stick out to me as a performance I would nominate for lead actor. <sighs> I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I'd i take out a price in DiCaprio and just put other people in there. <laughs> um, So, yeah, uh, Kelvin Harrison Jr. for Waves, or like I said, Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems, Robert De Niro with The Irishman, um, Robert Pattinson in The Lighthouse. You know, those are, those are my weirdo picks. Um, even Parasite. Could have snuck someone in here. I just, I, I don't know. Uh, but Joaquin Phoenix will probably win this. Um, but my personal pick is Adam Driver. But I need to see Pain and Glory. Um, that is a blind spot for me. I apologize. And best picture of the year to wrap this up. We have 1917. We have Ford v. Ferrari. We have Jojo Rabbit. Joker. Little Women. Marriage Story. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Parasite and The Irishman. Obviously, if you guys remember the top 10 episode, my personal pick and my, my, you know, my heart goes out to this movie. It'd be great if it wanted to upset everyone, but Parasite, man. I, I love that film to death. Personal pick. Now, what's going to win? I don't know. <laughs> this is one of those ones that's got me stumped. Now, if Mendez does not win for directing... It's very possible 1917 will win Best Picture. If Mendez wins for directing, it would be super dope of the Academy. It's not going to happen. It would be super dope if they would give it to Parasite. And I, I would be ecstatic. But in all likelihood, what's going to happen, I think it's a three-way race. Marriage Story is the dark horse. But it's a three-way race between the Irishman, Joker, and Jojo Rabbit. Joker and the Irishman... 
uh, probably have the uh, probably the best leg up. And the only reason I bring up Jojo Rabbit is because it, it won the audience award at TIFF. You know, that's not a 100%, you know, thing to look at in terms of awards, but it's been known in um, seasons past when the audience award winner uh, wins at TIFF, it sometimes goes on to win Best Picture. So I have to throw that in there as a dark horse, but it's going to probably be, be between Joker, The Irishman, and probably 1917, to be honest with you. Um, with Jojo Rabbit as like the outside shot, Parasite, my personal one. But I do like the Ford v. Ferrari pick for sure, um, especially when it's nominated for editing. You kind of have to put it in there because, like I said, usually films that win Best Editing have the best shot at picture, and editing is um, announced early on in the show, so it'll be interesting to know what wins that uh, that might win uh, picture. So, man, can you imagine a Parasite upset and was the first uh, uh, international feature in quite some time? I, I forgot when the last one one that one best picture was but it's been a while since uh a film from another country won um best picture at the oscars so it'd be cool if this was the one to do it so that is my thoughts on the nominations at hand what did you guys think of them anything uh stick out or anything um you know that was alarming uh like me with like uncut gems or the farewell uh I'm just speaking realistically. Some of these on my top 10 list were never, ever going to make it. But, man, I thought those two would do some damage. But, yeah, man, it's just uh, it is a crazy award season. But we we will see how it goes. But let me know uh, your thoughts, uh, comments, or tweet at me, Facebook message me, uh, whatever your thoughts on these nominations, and let me know. Well, that will do it for this extra episode of Real Me and Coleman, the movie podcast. If you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Real Chase Lee. If you guys want to follow me on the, the podcast Twitter, it's at Real Me and Podcast. And of course, for this actual podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, Castbox, uh, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, uh, Google, um, Pocket Cast, Deezer, I, we're all over the place. Please, please, please let people know that this is your favorite movie podcast to listen to and uh, spread this around, spread the love, and let people be aware of Real Me In. So like I said, that will do it for this extra episode, guys. And we will see you for episode 310, uh, which is the uh, Bad Boys for Life episode. And, of course, you will get a mini episode of Dr. Doolittle. Well, it's not Dr. Doolittle, but it's just Doolittle um, this week as well. So that is what you will be looking forward to. Uh, you guys are awesome. Peace out. And, um, yeah, see you next time. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space, space. space to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped right, right. boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Alpha Sale is here with 30% off Alpha and installation. The Container Store, where space comes from.